1950. And you are an audience member in a real live radio show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, in our studio audience. This is KTAL Old Time Radio broadcasting live from the sixth floor studios on 56th Street in New York City. Tonight, we bring you a story of a young widower with two children who falls in love and gets married. But there's one problem his first wife. Sit back and use your imagination as we present Classic Radio on KTAL. All right, guys, everybody ready on the stage? We are going to air here in just a moment. Network has us right now. Uh, we'll start out tonight with a song. We have the first half of the show. We'll do intermission, then we'll do another song and second half. Everybody got that?
Marriage, Bianca? Marriage. Yeah, well, let's think about it sometime. Now, Nick. All right, I'm thinking. Well, you can't go on brooding over Ellen for the rest of your life. Ah, wonderful woman, Ellen. Uh, You should have known her. Uh, Well, what about me? Well, all right, let's talk about you. Now, uh, have you read any good books lately? (laughs) (laughs) Nick, I'm talking about marriage. Yeah, well, I was just wondering what my children would think about that. Oh, well, I'll be a mother to, um... To, um, uh, Timmy and, uh, Chinch. (laughs) Well, uh, as a lawyer, here's the way I look at it, Bianca. Well, Nick, it isn't law. It's us. It's a man and a woman. Uh, Yes, Bianca. Well, you're lonely, aren't you? Yes, Bianca. You love me, don't you? Yes, Bianca. Well, Nick? Hmm. I've got an idea. What? Let's get married. (laughs) Well, this is the room, Bianca. Court of General Sessions. Well, Nick, I still don't see why we have to be married by a judge. Oh, we'll get everything done in one place. He'll rule Ellen legally dead and marry us. Oh, it's morbid. And Nick... Why do you insist on wearing that black tie? Oh, a sign of respect. But, darling, it's our wedding day. Oh, Nick, here, I bought this other tie for you to wear. It's much more suitable for a wedding. Well, I can't put it on now, dear. Well, before the ceremony, then. Well, come on, Bianca, we're already a little late. Clerk, where are the parties in the matter of Arden versus Arden? Uh, right here, Your Honor. Well, about time. Oh, sorry, Your Honor. Just stand here, Bianca. All right, darling. Young woman, what are you doing with that tie in your hand? Are you a tie salesman? Uh, clerk, how did this tie salesman get in here? <laughs> uh, she's with me, Your Honor. Are you a tie salesman? Oh, no, no, no. I'm Nicholas Arden. Arden. That's a familiar name. Yes, Arden versus Arden, Your Honor. The brief is on your desk. Well, why didn't you say so? You're an attorney. Mr. Arden, why weren't you here on time? Now, you'll just have to wait. I'm supposed to marry someone. Me, Your Honor. You? You got a license, got a ring, got a bride? Yes, Your Honor, but uh, first... The matter of Ellen Wagstaff Arden, my former wife. Young woman, are you his former wife? I should say not. Don't raise your voice at me. There's such a thing as contempt of court, you know. Well, Your Honor, uh, Ellen Wagstaff Arden was lost at sea. Oh, yes, yes, I remember now. I've got it all here in your brief. Right, and my my former wife was working as a news photographer during the war. Uh, She was aboard the freighter when it hit a reef. Uh, Will you let me read the brief? Sorry. Yes, yes. Says here you have two children. My, that's sad. Very sad. Yeah, and it happened seven and a half years ago. Yeah, I know. I can read, can't I? Well, there's a final summing up, Your Honor. You'll find it on page ten, right here. I'll find it myself. Yes, sir. Yes. See here. Hmm. Yes, here it is on page ten. Yes, well, if I can explain, Your Honor, I... Nothing to explain. 
evidence to the contrary, the law is clear. I hereby pronounce Ellen Wagstaff Arden legally dead. Oh, Nick, we're finally free. Young woman, stop waving that tie in my face. Uh, Your Honor, this is the woman I intend to marry. This tie salesman? I am not a tie salesman. I'm his bride. Amazing. Wife hasn't been dead for five minutes, and he's getting married again. (laughs) Mr. Arden, are you sure you want to marry this woman? Well, of course he's sure. Uh, Of course I'm sure. Well, where's the license? Right here, Your Honor. Now, will you please take off that horrible necktie? Hmm. Huh? What's wrong with my neck? Oh, oh, no, 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 not not you, Your Honor. Uh, I distinctly heard her say... She meant me, Your Honor. Uh, Now, now, if you'll pardon me, I'd just like to change ties. I don't understand this at all. Uh, Clerk, do you understand? Uh, Look here, let me help you. Well, wait a minute, Bianca. Don't get me out. I'm trying. You're working in the wrong place. I recommend you to join in the holy wedding. But fate, perverse fate, is playing a strange trick on Nicholas Arden. For even as he is being married, a figure garbed in ragged, seafaring clothes is walking up to the door of the Arden home. Um, hello. What are you? Oh, he's a sailor. I can tell. Hello there. See, Chinch, it's not even a he at all. Are you a lady sailor? In a way. Our mommy was drowned at sea, wasn't she? Uh-huh, but we're really not supposed to know. Timmy, do you miss her very much? Oh, sure. Hey, how'd you know my name? Oh, I know. And your sister's name is Chinch. Gosh, you're swell-looking kids. Daddy says we look like our mommy. Would you like to have her back? We we can't have her back. She drowned. But maybe I'm, I... I'm sorry, ma'am. We're not supposed to talk to strangers. But Chinch... We're not allowed to talk to strangers. Is your daddy home? No, just Grandma. Pardon me, I I heard you talking. Is there something... Hello, uh, darling. Oh. Well, now, don't faint. Is it Ellen? It is, it is. Oh, then I'll faint. Oh, don't be a sissy. Ellen, good heavens. Alive and eating well. Oh, Ellen. Oh, I think I'm going to cry. Don't be a sissy. Oh, let's go into my house. Yes, you know, I just can't believe it. When? How? Why, we thought you were drowned. Oh, no, darling, definitely not drowned. And where have you been? An island, a horrible island. How's Nicky? Nicky? Yes, your son, my husband. Oh, uh, he he's fine. Handsome. As ever. Prosperous? Well, reasonably. Uh, Ellen? Yes? Um, Nick's married again. <gasps> What did you say? Nick, he's married. Oh, why, I never thought of that. Seven years, Ellen. Oh, yes, seven years. Well, is she nice? No. (laughs) Anyone I know? No, her name is Bianca Bates. Bianca Bates? Well, at least Nick hasn't lost his sense of humor. Mother? Yes, Ellen? How long did he wait? Oh, a long time. 
until today. Until today? You were declared legally dead this morning, and then Nick married Bianca. And they're driving to Yosemite for the honeymoon. Not our hotel, not Yosemite. Well, you see, Nick had business in San Francisco. Oh, not sweet, eh? Not the same room? Oh, he couldn't. Oh, Ellen, my dear, oh. I, I'm so sorry. If only you would have gotten here yesterday. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm thinking. Married this morning. Yes. Driving to Yosemite. Yes. Mother, does Nick love her? He doesn't love her. He just married her. Do planes still fly to Yosemite? Well, I guess so. What have you got in mind? It's what Nicky's got in mind that I'm worried about. Mother, I'm flying to Yosemite. <laughs> Director's Playhouse production of My Favorite Wife. Ah, fate, the fickle mistress of men's lives. See what a stunning blow she's about to deal to Nick Arden. For as he and his bride Bianca park their car at Yosemite Honeymoon Hotel, disaster lurks at the reservation sit. Its name is Ellen Arden. Run! Front, this gentleman to room 112. Now, madam, what can I do for you? My name is Mr. Pintwistle. Oh, Mr. Pintwistle, I wonder, has my husband arrived yet? Mr. Nicholas Arden. Oh, yes, the honeymoon couple. Are you his bride? I'm one of them. Well, I, our hotel caters to honey. Uh, one of them? Yes, one of them. The way you say that makes my blood run cold. I bet I shocked you, didn't I? <laughs> Silly old-fashioned me. Well, you still haven't answered my question. Has Mr. Arden arrived? Why, no, he hasn't. Oh, thank goodness I'm in time. Uh, I hesitate to ask this question. In time for what? Well, you know, I, I bet this sounds silly to you, but... I just love to run my fingers through his hair and nibble on that ear. Uh, not in this hotel you don't. <laughs> oh, oh, it's perfectly all right. Yes, I bet it is. Uh, do you want to tell me all about it? Well, that's awfully sweet of you, Mr. Pinwhistle, but I, I think I'd like to freshen up first. Oh, of course. You'll find a lovely powder room in another hotel eight miles down the road. <laughs> Oh, oh, well, I didn't plan on going that far. Yes, well, maybe I'm just... Pentwistle speaking. Uh, this is the garage, Mr. Pentwistle. Just parked Mr. Nicholas Arden and his wife. They're on their way up. Mm, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, good evening. Are uh, you Mr. Pentwistle? Yes, yes, I'm Mr. Pintwistle. I have reservations for my wife and myself, Nicholas Arden. You're Nicholas Arden? Yes. Nick, why is he staring at you like that? I don't know. Is there something wrong? Well, if you don't know, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I don't understand you. You don't understand me? Nick, may we just go to our room? Uh, yes, dear, yes, dear. Now, Mr. Pentwistle, my wife is tired. Ah, uh, oh, oh, she's one of the brides. 
What do you mean, one of the brides? Do you have more? Do you have more? <laughs> That's what this hotel is worried about. Now, now, please, this is my wife. <laughs> yes, I'm sure she is. So if you'll just show us to our rooms. Very well. Front, uh, sweet A. Uh, oh, oh, uh, sweet A, uh, but I don't want sweet A. Nick, why not? But, sir, it's one of our very best. Well, haven't you something else? Well, I'll look. Mr. E. But it's their best, Dick. Yes, I, 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 I know, but, but for you, Bianca, uh, the best isn't good enough. <laughs> uh, I can let you have sweet C. It's just been redecorated. Do you mind the smell of fresh paint? I love it. I hate it. We'll take it. Nick! Well, smell of paint. Good for the indigestion. Uh, you run along, Bianca. I'll be up as soon as I register. Oh, all right, darling. Well, I'll be waiting for you. Now, you you hurry. <laughs> all right. Please just sign here. Yeah, yes, thank you. Uh, I, uh, uh, you see, uh, I couldn't take Sweet A. Uh, been here before. You understand, yes. don't you? <laughs> and it gives me goose flesh. Here's the pen. Oh, thank you. Uh, Mr. Arden, there's something I would like to get off my mind. Yes, what is it? There's a woman around here. She wants to bite you on the ear. <laughs> which ear? Well, I don't know. Well, what difference does it make which ear? Now, look, is this some kind of joke? <laughs> yes, yes, you can laugh. You're not a hotel manager. Oh, 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 oh my goodness. Now, now, what's the matter, Mr. Pentwistle? She's coming back. Who's coming back? The other bride. What other bride? The one with the teeth. What teeth? Ouch, my ear. Hello, Nikki, darling. Oh, hello, Ellen. It's Ellen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's Ellen. Oh, yes. <laughs> Ellen. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Nick. Oh, oh, dear. He, he's fainted. Mr. Pitwistle, what, what will we do? Do you want my advice? Yes, yes, please. Put a coconut in his mouth and pretend he's a potted palm. <laughs> Front. Dizzy, very dizzy. It was very nice of Mr. Pitwistle to let us use his office. Oh, Ellen, we've got to talk. Yes, we certainly do. What's the idea of your getting married, anyway? Well, that's just it. My wife was... I'm your wife. Bianca isn't going to like that. Well, I'm not going to like Bianca. Oh, well, Mr. Odd. Oh, uh, hello, Mr. Pentwistle. How do you feel? As if I'm going in circles. Well, the next time you pass this way around, uh, there's a phone call for you. Who from? Your wife. The other one. Oh, thanks. You can use the phone on the desk. This I have to hear. Oh, oh Nick. Nick. What? Before you pick it up. Uh, yes, Ellen. A kiss? Mm. Mm. Mr. Arden, <laughs> would you mind stop scuffing up my rug? Oh, that's all I needed to know. Oh, my. Oh, my, my, my. Oh, yes. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Nothing? Not a thing? No. <laughs> Nothing. Now you can talk to Bianca. Bianca? Yes. The phone. 
the phone, the Mr. Auden? Phone? Phone? Oh, phone, phone. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, hello. Uh, who's this? Uh, oh, oh, Bianca. Oh, hello, Bianca. What's new? Yes, darling. Ouch! Darling! Well, I, 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 I just barked my shin. Uh, just a minute, Bianca. Stop kicking me. Will you stop that darling stuff? Well, just don't kick me. Uh, hello, hello, Bianca? Where are you? Uh, uh, barbershop. But why? I need a haircut. Which wife? Well, which wife? 
The one in Sweet C. Oh, that wife. If you'll follow me, please, Mr. I. Uh, Ellen, I'm off to see Bianca. I'll be strong. You'd better be or I'll tell her myself. Right down this hall, Mr. Arden, is your wife. Uh, she's a nice, she's a nice lady. It's a nice, sweet. Which wife? The one in sweet C. The one inside this door. Now, why don't you go inside and stay there, please? Now, now let me explain. It's as simple as A, B, C. <gasps> now, don't tell me you've got another one in B. <laughs> Mr. Pitt, Mr. Well, why don't you just forget about my problems? Well, good night, Mr. Arden. Good night. Hmm. Well, what a problem. Oh, boy. Oh, now, now, now. Bianca, now, be... Oh, no, that's not strong enough. Oh, no. Uh, now, Bianca, something's come up. This is the situation. Truth is stranger than fiction. Uh, now, Bianca, there's something between two people who've been married that you don't get between two people who haven't been married. The French have a word for it. Uh, now, let me see. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. Now, now, uh, be big, Bianca. Be brave. You will? That's a girl. Nick! Uh, Bianca, something's come up. What? My wife. Nick, you're talking so strangely. Uh, uh, Bianca, there's a situation between two people who've never been married, and truth is stranger than a Frenchman. Be big, be brave. Nick, I don't understand you. Oh, you don't? Uh, well, in that case, good night. Darling. No, 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 no. Are you just bashful? Is that what's wrong? Uh, uh, bashful, yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, buck fever. See you later. Nick. Uh, I'm going down to get a deck of cards. Canasta. No, no. Come inside. Come on, Nick. Uh, come inside, huh? Well, all right. I've sent down for some champagne. Oh, can't drink this stuff. Give me, give me a hiccup. <laughs> All right, darling. All right. Now, why don't you just relax and put your dressing gown on just like me? Oh, but I'd look silly in your dressing gown, Bianca. <laughs> darling, darling, don't be afraid of me. I'm your wife. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. Oh, Nick, come on. Put your arms around me. You sure your mother won't mind? We're man and wife. Now, <laughs> hello, hello. This is Alice. Did you tell her yet? No, no, not yet. I'm working up to it. I'll be right in. Oh, no, 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 no. Hello, hello. Oh, well, who is that, Nick? Well, well, uh, well uh, um, it's an important client, very important. Got his habeas caught in his corpus. Uh, uh, I've got to go back to work tomorrow. Got to go. Uh, start packing. Nick! Nick, how can you treat me like this? Now, where are you going? Well, I've got to file a quick affidavit. Oh, Nick. There's no time to explain. Hurry, hurry. Nick! All I need is time. But what were you doing in there anyway? Uh, briefing her. Get out of my way. Oh, now, Ellen, Bianca and I are not going to spend the night in the hotel. Oh, you aren't? No, no, we're driving back home. Oh. So now, why don't you catch the next plane back and we'll settle this in a nice, civilized manner. I know your civilized manner. That's what got me into this hotel seven years ago. 
Ellen, Ellen, I promise you, I, I promise you I'll tell her. Well, now, come on, let's go back to your room. Seven lonely years, all those years on that island, nobody to talk to, nothing but memories, my love for you and the will to stay alive, hoping against hope that you'd wait, then to come home and find out I'm legally dead. I know, Ellen, dear. I'll make it up to you. Yes? Well, well, you are fickle, aren't you? <laughs> Just leaving, Mr. Pentwistle. Uh, before you do, would you mind delivering a message to your wife, uh, to that one, um, whoever she is in there with you? Right, fire away. Hey, Mr. Stephen Burkett phoned earlier. Mm, Stephen Burkett? Yes, he says to tell her that he left her things from the island with her mother-in-law. But things from the island? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that seven years together wasn't nearly enough. <laughs> he is missing her terribly. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, goodbye and good luck. <laughs> Stephen Burkett. Stephen Burkett. Stephen Burkett, uh, what did you say, Nick? Uh, 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 just a minute. Uh, quiet, quiet, quiet now. Uh, uh, let me think. Uh, things from the island. Hmm. Now, 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 Nicky, Nicky, please don't... Seven years. Ellen? Nicky, Nicky, I can explain. Was there a man on that island with you? What island? You know what island. Oh, that island. Was there a man with you? Pardon me, dear. Well, well, well was there... Wait a minute, where are you going? Out. Out where? For a shave and a haircut. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring you an invitation. An invitation to examine the fine new Ford from 1951. It's on display now at your neighborhood Ford dealers, and we want you to see it. We want you to drive it. Because this car is the finest Ford ever produced. It's a quality car. A car that's designed and built to give you lasting satisfaction in the years ahead. When you inspect the 1951 Ford, you'll find that it offers 43 look-ahead features that will keep it young in performance, young in style for years to come. Among them, you'll find the new automatic ride control for an easy ride, a level ride, the automatic mileage maker for real fuel economy, and new luxury lounge interiors with rich, color-harmonized Fordcraft fabrics. We invite you to see all 43 look-ahead features of this great new Ford for 15 or 20 minutes, and then we'll come back with the second half. We'll start with the song and the show, and then go from there. All right, we're going to have the house lights, please. Ladies and gentlemen, we might remind you that out in the front lobby, plenty of refreshments. You nice won't believe what we have for you tonight. Don't miss it. And uh, we might go ahead and tell you our big thanks to Teresa Dameron, 
wife of Nate Dameron for providing our refreshments tonight. Step out front and have at it. We'll be back in about 20 minutes. All right, Cass, Network uh, still has it and will for just a couple of seconds. Everything went really good in the first half. Second half, we'll start again with song. Two singers this time. If you will come to Mike and be prepared, Dave, you'll be ready to introduce them. I'm hearing from Control that we'll be ready. Five, four, three, two, one. And KCAL is on the air. And before we return to the third act of my favorite wife, please welcome to the stage Roger Garrison and Carolyn Brelkow.
Street Directors Playhouse production of My Favorite Life right here on KCAL. Oh, I'm so sorry. Will y'all forgive me? I hope that 
doesn't mean bad luck. Well, nothing could give this marriage a worse start than it already has. Oh, isn't that nice? Now, stop it. Oh, I'm just crazy about your husband, crazy about him. He was the dullest boy you ever did see that got gawky. Do you think he's gawky? I think he's gawky. I wasn't aware that I gawked. Please, Nick, I'm awfully tired. Well, let me show you to your room. Nick will show me. Oh, Nick and I want to talk over some old times, don't we? No, we don't, Lee. Well, we can do it right here if you want, Nicky. Remember the night that we got no, married? No, Bianca, Bianca uh, uh, why don't you go off to bed? Well, are you coming? Uh, yeah, in a minute, yes. I'll send Sugar Plum up as soon as I'm through with him. Why don't you hush your big mouth? Now, don't you make me mad, Sugar Plum. I'll just slam my head Oh, Bianca, I'll be right up. I'll see you upstairs. Oh, good night. Good night, y'all. Sweet dreams. Oh, Nick, you're in a terrible pickle, aren't you? You haven't told her yet. No, I haven't. And what about that, that, that Stephen Burkett? Uh, you ran out fast enough when I brought up that topic of conversation. <laughs> well, well, I can explain about him. Seven years on an island together. Why didn't you tell me? Well, for one thing, I knew you'd fly to conclusions. Well, after seven years, there's no place else to fly to. <laughs> Little old Stephen, are you jealous of him? Oh, please stop talking as though he were just a casual acquaintance. Poor, poor Stephen. He broke his leg getting on the island. Mm -hmm. Took a whole year for it to mend. Mm -hmm. well, what about the other six years? Oh, Nick, if you could only meet him, you'd see how silly you're acting. Uh, silly? Well, what's so silly? Well, he's such a little man. I don't think he weighs over 120 pounds. Well, you know, he spent most of his time pursuing his hobby. What hobby? Nature. Oh, I mean flowers, plants, you know. Oh, oh. Oh, Nicky, he's so harmless. After all, a man over well, 60. Well, 60? Yes, darling. Well, why didn't you tell me? Well, I had a hunch you'd carry on this way. Nick, are you coming up? They're coming right up. Nick, aren't I should feel insulted. You cross-examining me this way while that woman yells for my husband in my house. Oh, yeah, well, the poor girl thinks she's married just because we had a wedding ceremony. Nick! Yeah, they're coming. Nick, are you going to tell her? Sure. When? Now. Stop, fella. Oh, that's me. Kiss goodnight. Right. Mm. Oh, you casting over you. Nick, <laughs> I'm waiting. I want to know one thing. Do you love me? Uh, Bianca, <clears throat> you're one of the most attractive women I've ever met. I'm your wife. Well, that's what I was coming to. Bianca, in, in the course of human events, it sometimes happens that people get all screwed up. Oh, for the love of heaven, tell me, what's wrong with me? Oh, nothing, Bianca. Believe me, under other circumstances, who knows? Well, now, now look, let's, let's, let's start at the beginning. Once there was a man who met a girl. I'm the man, and you're the girl. Now, see, isn't it that simple? What are you trying to say? Well, just this. Oh, 
the doorbell's ringing. You'll be right back. Uh, yes? Hi. I suppose you're Nick. Uh, I suppose I am. Glad to meet you. Shake. How do you do? Oh! Whoa! Huh. Hurt your hand, huh? Don't know my own strength. Uh, uh, who are you? Um, I'm Adam from the island. Adam? <laughs> I guess Ellen hasn't told you about our nicknames. Nicknames? I'm Stephen Burkett. <gasps> You're Stephen Burkett? Yep, guess we got a lot in common now, huh? <laughs> oh, oh, undoubtedly, yes. <laughs> now, now, tell me, this, uh, this, this nickname business, uh, what did you call Ellen? Eve. Eve. Adam and Eve. Oh, well, that's clever. Adam and Eve. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, do you mind if I come in? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Huh, kind of a low door you got here. Almost above my head. Uh, well, at 160 pounds, Mr. Paquette, you would have made it easily. Ah, uh, you're kidding me. I wouldn't kid you, Mr. Paquette. My, but you look amazingly spry for a man of 60. I'm not 60. You're not? Well, that is a surprise. And how's your broken leg, Mr. Paquette? I didn't break my leg, old man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Once I... Once I sprained my toe and I kicked an alligator. Oh, sure. Kick... Well, now, imagine a nature lover like you kicking an alligator. Nick! Come up here! Yes, Bianca? What was that? Well, that was the female alligator calling to her mate. You see, uh, you see, Adam, uh, you don't mind me calling you Adam. Oh, not at all. <laughs> well, you see, Adam, I too am a part of nature. The part that goes over the fence last. And uh, now listen here. All I've got to say is, if my wife's been seven years on an island with you, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Do you remember the wonderful one-horse shay? It ran a hundred years to a day, but then went to pieces all at once, and nothing first, just as bubbles do when they burst. Well, many of us depend on radios and phonographs practically in the one-horse shay class. Faithful servants, but mighty pathetic beside the new models. Don't wait till yours do that final bubble dance. Replace them now and save money. When you visit your RCA Victor dealer to buy your million-proof television set, buy it in a magnificent RCA Victor combination unit accompanied by two superb new radios, AM and FM, and two superb new phonographs that play all record speeds. You'll pay far less for these five wonderful instruments combined in one beautiful cabinet than you'd pay for them separately. And, of course, right down the line in all of them, you'll get that matchless quality which has made RCA Victor the world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television. And now back to our story of My Favorite Wife on KCAL. And once again, the fates look down and laugh at Nicholas Arden. He tiptoes to the door of Ellen Arden, wife number one. The face laughs as Nick taps on the door. I was just going to bed. Mm-hmm. That, Ellen, 
I'd like you to tell me again about uh, Stephen Burkett. Poor old Stephen. With the broken leg. 120 pounds. <laughs> 60 years old. Nature lover. <laughs> Poor little old Adam. Adam? Yes, Adam. Uh, that puny half-pint is downstairs doing handstands just for exercise. Stephen, here? Adam and Eve. I suppose I'm just the, the, the viper in the garden of paradise. You are not. You're the asshole. Nick, where are you? He's a viper. Well, now, why didn't you tell me? Nick, I did nothing on that island to be ashamed of. Well, what did you do for seven years? Swat chichi flies? Heard your voices in here, thought I'd just pop in and say hello. Hi. Well, you could just pop right back out again. My wife's dressed for bed. I've seen her in a lot less than that, haven't I, Eve? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it was pretty foggy outside most of the time. Oh, this is no time to talk about the weather. Now, see here, old man, there's no cause to get excited. My whole life is falling apart, and I can't even get excited in my own home. And what are you doing here anyway? I was lonely for Eve. Uh, After all, we used to see quite a bit of each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might as well state my case right now, old man. I love your wife. Stephen! I can't help it, Eve. You're an extraordinary woman. Oh. And if Nicholas doesn't want you, I do. Harvard, Your Honor. 
<laughs> I'm a Yale man myself. Now, where's the kissless bride? Here, Your Honor. Bianca Bates. Mm -hmm. You're sure you're kissless? Well, just ask this miserable worm that I was married to. Uh, she's kissless, Your Honor. <laughs> Harvard man. Well, I want an annulment. <laughs> Granted. Well, this is the happiest day of my life. You know, I used to know a girl that looked just like her. She sold neckties. <laughs> Your Honor, what about Ellen Wagstaff Arden? Well, well, what about her? You declared her legally dead. Yes, so I did. This Harvard man here prepared the brief. But I'm not dead, Your Honor. What do you want me to do, reverse myself? Go to the Court of Appeals. They're always reversing me anyway. Well, now, if Your Honor pleases, I, I can point out the pertinent facts in this brief. Now, you see, right here now, and here... Now, just a minute, young man. Ellen, Ellen, what about it? Will you marry me? Mm. Oh, Stephen, thank uh -huh. you so much, darling. Yes. But it's Nick. All right, Ellen, I, I, I tried. Try again sometime. Oh, good. <laughs> Mr. Arden, get off my lap. I don't need you to show me how to read a brief. You get down there with that woman. Oh, yes, Your Honor, but uh, you see, I have here a precedent for this case. I cite Mulligan versus Mulligan Benson in the city of Fresno, 1879. Are you going to complicate this thing? Oh, no, no, Your Honor. You see... The first wife returned after an absence of considerable length to find that her husband, Mr. Mulligan, had remarried. Remarried? Yes, but Mrs. Mulligan Benson, or rather, Mrs. Benson Mulligan... I don't understand this at all. Well, it's sort of a Mulligan too. <clears throat> Young woman, I can hold you in contempt of court for that remark. Don't let me get after you. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, well, Your Honor... When the first wife returned, the second wife immediately sued for annulment, which left Mr. Mulligan free to remarry either the first wife or the second wife, Mrs. Mulligan Menson, you see. Well, don't just stand there gawking. What did he do? Oh, well, he dropped dead of cirrhosis of the lip. And they never did find out whether he slept with his beard over the cover or under. Now that remark is going to cost you $25. But, Your Honor, I'm legally dead. All right, you're legally alive. Oh. And make it $50. Oh. Pay the clerk, court's adjourned. Thank you, Your Honor. I want to go home and tell my wife about this case. She thinks most of my cases are dull. <laughs> I still don't understand. <laughs> well, Ellen, here you are, alive and kicking. Now you and Adam can get back to nature. Nick, aren't you ashamed of yourself saying a thing like that? Why? An hour ago, I was a bigamist. Now I don't have any wife at all. Not one single solitary wife. Well, it's your own fault. What did I do? You were a jealous brute. Well, I've got the right to be jealous. Ellen, you know, I'll have to think this whole thing over very carefully. Yes. Then maybe you'll make up your mind to forgive me for not drowning. Oh, well, Ellen, it isn't that. It's well, I've got some thinking to do myself, and I'm not so sure I want you the way you're acting. Well, Ellen, it's not that I don't love you, but... Yes, it's that you don't approve of me. <clears throat> no, Nick. I'll have to consider this carefully. 
I'd like to take the children and go away for a few weeks, and, well, that way we'd get to know each other better, and then, well, then I could tell them I'm their mother, and I can also think about us. Well, where are you going to go? Oh, I don't know. The hotel in Yosemite, I guess. Well, how are you going to get there? Oh, drive. What, in this weather? Well, it's not so bad with tired No, 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 not with the kids. I'll... I'll drive you myself. Well, if you want to. I think I'll stay till Christmas, Nick. That'll give us both time to make sure we know what we want, right? Leave tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow. Front, these bags to room 112. Now, sir. What can I do for you? My name is Mr. Pentwistle. Uh, I'm Nicholas Arden. You! I brought my family. Mr. Arden, this is a hotel, not a harem. Oh, no, just one wife, me. Hmm. What happened to the other one, or am I being nosy? She was annulled yesterday morning. Well, congratulations. Thank uh, you. I'd like two rooms, please. One for my wife and one for our two children. Children? Where did they come from? <laughs> Mr. Pent was, Mr. Well, how would it be if I told you the story of my life? <laughs> my wife wouldn't approve. <laughs> now, we have just two rooms left. They're adjoining. Sign here, please. Right. Now, Ellen, where are the kids? They're admiring the big Christmas tree. Kids! Timmy! Golly, what a pretty tree. They've even got a model of Santa Claus, all dressed up big as a man. Oh. Mr. Evie, please take Mr. Arden to his rooms and warn the chambermaids. <laughs> I won't be staying. I'm driving back tonight. Don't you want to see Santa Claus, Daddy? At this moment, dear, I don't think your father really believes in Santa Claus. <laughs> just said goodbye to the children. Oh, golly, I'm tired. Mm, I think I'll go on to bed. Have a good drive back, Nick. Oh, sure, sure. I'll have to be careful. Awfully dark at night. Oh, I'm so tired. Mm. It's so cozy in here. Cold outside, too. Well, you better start now. You sure you don't want me to, uh... To what? Well, to stay with the children. Just tonight. No, Ron, dear. Well, we are married. But we agreed that everything is suspended till Christmas. Oh, yeah, it's Christmas. This is only the 7th of December, sweetheart. Yes, yes. Well, good night, Nick. Good night. And I hope I get back all right. Oh, I'm sure you will. Yeah, well, goodbye. 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 Nick? Yes, Ellen? I just wanted to say goodbye. Oh, <laughs> goodbye. Chinch? Timmy? We were just going to bed. Well, I I want you to sit down. You too, Timmy. Okay. Uh, I want to tell you something about your mommy. We're listening. Well, it's just... Well, we're all staying together, and I, I love you both very, very much. Well, and that's because I, I think you're... Oh, you're both wonderful children. And, and besides, well, you, well, you see, I used to know you a long, long time ago, and, um... Go on, Mommy. What did you say? Well, you are our mother, aren't you? 
and we're off the air. Good job, everybody. Can have the house lights, please. Ladies and gentlemen, that is kind of the way they did it way back when. At this time, we'd like to introduce our cast to you. They will be going out into the front room where you will have a chance to stop by and say hello to them. Please make them welcome as they come by you first back on the sound effects table, Eddie Clements. Next up, he played Mr. Pentwhistle and the judge. Here's Billy Holland. A new member to the K-Cow old-time radio troupe, she played the mother, Lorette Blackbird. You've heard him before and you heard him again, our crooner, Roger Garrison. Another new person in our K-Cow cast playing Adam, this is Dylan Harrison. Cal show playing Chitch tonight, Madeline Gannon. Our announcer, Timmy, and the husband of the lady that made those great treats for you at halftime, here's David Dameron. And the lovers' triangle, we have Bianca, Nick. And Ellen, here is Carolyn Trailkeld, Denise Klein, and Norman Klein. This is KCAL. Thanks for coming. <laughs> 